Welcome to another episode of Growth Marketers Podcast. I am Solomon Timothy. And I am Taylor Rowe. Today's episode, we talked about planning, which is something that's extremely important to us as marketers. We're always planning for our own marketing, but we're also building a lot of strategies and plans for our clients. And this is the time of year that most companies build out their marketing plans and their marketing strategies. And it's actually something that's typically done only on an annual basis, or maybe the first time you engage with an outside marketing partner, or marketing vendor. So we're going to talk about how do you go about developing a plan, talk a little bit about our methodology behind building, I would say, both long-term and short-term plans. And I think this continuous planning process, which we believe is, is a superior way to go about it. So hopefully you guys enjoy the episode. All right, Taylor, we're <laughs> back in the studio for another episode. We are. Year 2020 is winding down slowly, but so fast. And what I want to talk about today is how do you plan for the year ahead? Okay. I think every CEO who's listening to me today can resonate about planning, even though we don't have the time to plan, but it is definitely top of priority. Like I need to plan, I need to plan, I need to plan. Yeah. Again, uh, you send out an email saying, if you fail to plan. Plan to fail. That's right. So I want to talk about how do you plan a year ahead? Well, 2020 was definitely a different kind of a year that we've all experienced yeah. in our entire life. That doesn't mean 2021 needs to be like that, right? So right. I want to be more in control of it. <laughs> and my friend, you do a lot of strategy for a lot of clients. You do planning like crazy. Yeah. Can we talk a little bit about that for everybody today? Because I want them to have an amazing 2021. Yeah. I mean, I think like you mentioned, every business owner, every CEO, every department head, every marketer should have some sort of annual plan. A lot of people tell you you need a three-year, five-year plan, right? Definitely. And I think what we found in a year like 2020 is that like a lot of times there's things you can't plan for, right? So to your point is like everyone, we want to be able to control our our destiny to whatever extent that we can. So as a marketer, if you're looking at developing a plan for 2021, or you're listening to this in 2021, you're looking for right. a tw- plan in 2022, I would focus on the variables that you can control. And one of the biggest variables, the way that I look at it, is you can control your planning process and your planning ideology and methodology, right? So the way that we always look at it at 1IMS, whenever we're building out strategies for our clients, we're very results-oriented. So everything is typically around driving revenue, right? Whether that's increasing revenue just in general, whether that's focusing on increasing margins or lifetime value of customer, whatever that may be, it's all about that end result that the client's looking for, which is typically revenue-based. Then we work backwards from there, right? And so if we have a big long-term goal of one year or three years or five years in terms of revenue, work backwards and build some benchmarks around what those long-term goals are. So if this is where we want to be in 12 months, what is our benchmark? What should look like in six months, right? Or three months. Then what you can control, again, is your activity over the next 30, 60, 90 days, right? And I would even say the shorter term is probably better because it forces you, again, when I talk about what you can control, you can control how you plan. So if you plan is, hey, here's every single piece of content that we're going to create for the next 12 months, or here's how we're going to spend our marketing budget for the next 12 months, and it's predetermined, you cannot adapt, right? You cannot be agile because you've already predetermined how everything is going to be structured. But if you say, here's where we want to be in 12 months, if this is where we want to be in 12 months, what needs to happen? What needs to, what do we need to accomplish? What does that need to look like over the next three months to make sure that we're on path to be there in 12 months? And then even within those three months, what I do is make an entire priority list of here's everything that I want to accomplish in three months, right? Because as an organization, we're very results oriented. 
I'm also very accomplishment oriented right. and rather than like task oriented, deliverable sure. oriented person of like, did I accomplish this or not? Right. So if we accomplish that, if we want to accomplish this in three months, here's all the priorities, top 20% of things. And then that first 30 days as a marketing department, I would just focus on those activities, right? You're going to learn from those activities in terms of one, how much you can produce in those three or four weeks rather. Also, how much of the impact what you thought was a priority actually had on your benchmark, right? Getting closer to your benchmark. So this allows you for now a framework to be a lot more agile. So if you're familiar with like the development idea of scrum methodology, agile, you know, development, it's the same idea of, yes, we have this big goal, goal, this big technology software that we're trying to build, but Let's not try to build it all overnight and let's not predetermine the entire strategy, right? We see way too many marketing departments of, again, building out their entire content marketing calendar all the way down to, you know, what tweets they're going to send out, you know, six months from now. I feel like for one, you're spending too much time planning and you're planning around the activities and deliverables rather than the outcomes. So I like to do the opposite of what are my outcomes and what can I do tomorrow that can help me move in that right direction, right? You have to be cognizant of the fact that, yes, some things are more long-term, so that you're not going to accomplish them in 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, but break those, what you can focus on out of those accomplishments up into smaller chunks. I mean, our podcast is a great example of that, right? Like we can't influence, we can't accomplish the number of followers that we want to have or the number of customers that we want to have from this podcast in one podcast for three months or, you know, even maybe three years, right? But what we can do is just focus on, hey, I know the recipe to success for this podcast is consistency and creating valuable content. So what we can accomplish in a month is researching topics. We can focus on creating high quality content. We can focus on consistency and number of times a week we're going to be in the studio making a podcast. So those are small term micro kind of KPIs that lead to a a larger term scale. But as a marketing strategy, you need to have a good mixture of those as well. Like you need to have enough revenue driving activities as well as brand building and high level activities. So maybe it's a long winded answer to kind of give my explanation of how I would go about building a plan. But that that would be kind of what I would focus on is focusing on the variables you can control. And when there's so many variables you can't control, what you can control is your process, your planning process. Planning is so important, but at the same time, you need to plan in shorter sprints towards that long-term goal, if that makes sense. I like that because to me, I think the biggest thing that I want to get out of that is goal. Yeah. What is the goal that you will hope to see at the 12-month mark? Why are we doing this? Yeah. Why are we doing this? And if you if you have a marketing department, you have a revenue goal that the sales department is trying to hit, which is why the marketing department even exists, in my opinion, or the, the revenue or the, the ad spend is to get the certain revenue goal. So everybody knowing what the goal is, then of course, like you said, maybe planning for the first quarter, second, third, fourth. And so everybody knows what are we trying to be at and are we halfway? Are we third of the way? Are we 10% of the way? Yeah, it's like the, uh, you know, when you do like a fundraiser, you know, I love in, that. in elementary school or whatever, then you have like the thermometer that you, yeah. you color in until you get to the role. I mean, that's really the idea. It's like, we're not just out here knocking on doors to try to get, you know, pennies at a time. It's like, we're, we're all doing it so that we can ultimately get this goal of $10,000 that we're trying to raise or whatever. Sure. It's the same thing with your marketing. And I think a lot of companies lose sight of what the end goal or the outcome yep. is it's trying to be like, what is that objective? And 
you know, we, if you listen to the podcast multiple times, and I think recently we, we talked about the idea like progress is greater than perfection, right? Because you just need that forward momentum. It's going to build on each other. And like the opportunity cost is much greater to wait till it's perfect. I think in this case, you also need to be careful of like too much activity, focusing on the wrong activities. We see that too. If you don't really have a plan and all you are is focused on deliverables and outcomes, you're going to write a ton of content. You're going to post on social media all the time. You're going to just run around in circles with no activities, right? It, it, with no outcome, right? It'd be like going to the gym and using every single piece of equipment, but not having like any sort of progression plan or like you have no idea what you're doing, right? Like you're, you go to the gym every day, but you don't see any progress in the long term, right? right? And a lot of marketing departments are doing that. They don't understand what's actually wrong. They don't understand what they should be focusing on. They try to focus on every single channel. Or they try to do you know a little bit of everything or too much of something that's not driving results. And so what we're talking about here is kind of the mixture between that and then the opposite, which is the people who plan so far out in advance yeah. that they don't ever accomplish anything because they're just focused on this big grandiose idea <laughs> of a marketing and it takes them six months to get out an ebook. And yeah, nothing, definitely don't want yeah. to be that one. Yeah. But in our case, when we do, let's say we're doing an account, we're optimizing, we have some KPIs that we're trying to go against. Yeah. So we want to know, first of all, if we don't have a KPI and we're trying to optimize, well, what is this? What are we trying to do? Are we looking for what's not there? Or are we trying to look at the account and say, is it meeting the goal of our client, right? So having that front and center, everybody knowing, and if that's something building up to the end of the year, working backwards, like we always say that, and then planning on what are we going to do first and foremost, if that plan doesn't work, what's our backup plan and the backup plan to hit those goals. Granted, that is going to be an un, you know, predictable year, yeah. the more you can do, like you said, control what we can, right? Yeah. What is it going to be our ad spend and what do we hope to get out of that? Or what is going to be our strategy in yeah. the second month, the third month? Some of our clients have seasonality because they get a lot of business in the summertime or the wintertime or yeah. whatever. Hey, thanks for listening. Solomon here. Are you frustrated because you're not getting enough inbound leads? You're worried that the leads that you're getting are not qualified or Maybe you're disappointed in the conversion rate from the leads to customers, right? It's really, really low. Well, I got good news for you. I talk to business owners every single day. You're not alone, right? Businesses go through this when there is a lack of strategy sometimes. Uh, Maybe the approach isn't appropriate for your situation or sometimes you got all of those things right, but it was just poor execution. I'll tell you what, head over to oneims.com and fill out one of our forms talk to one of our consultants. That's all we do. We talk to business owners day in and day out. Share with us your challenges and see if we're a fit, right? See if we can find you a solution to your growing pains. You know, our hope here at OneIMS, and especially with this podcast, is to give you the tools, the technology, the ideas, the strategies, everything we possibly can for you to succeed. All right, so thank you for listening and let's get back to our topic for the day. Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, what we do is, again, I like to just, when I'm building out of strategies, like I like to paint the picture of if everything was perfect, forget about the timeline, right? If everything was perfect, what is our, what does our marketing look like? What does our brand look like? What does our company look like? And that might be, you know, 10 different marketing channels and here's our cost per lead and here's, you know, people, here's our level of brand awareness and resonance with people in our industry. And that's your big picture, right? Like, here's what I want to happen. And then based on that, it's like, okay, well, how do we become that brand, right? Like, how do we become a brand that has, you know, 
subscribers on YouTube or people watch our videos or listen to our podcast? Or how do we become a brand that becomes synonymous with our service or with our industry? Or how do we become a brand that is, I want our CEO to be speaking at every right. industry event, right? Like that might be the goal. Then how do you make that happen? And then what can you accomplish in the short term? And again, that is the idea of breaking those down into smaller chunks. Like you could still refer back to that as like your almost your vision board of like, hey, I want to be here, but also be realistic of how do I influence that outcome with the tools that I have today, which is my time, my internal resources, and my spend, right? Like what can we what can we actually accomplish over 30, 60, 90 days? And I don't look too far past that unless you're planning like for a big, uh, you know, event or something like that, that you need to plan longer than three months. But most things that you can influence, you can break up into smaller chunks and and just focus on those. And then that also forces you in the short term, because of course, you're likely reporting to somebody else where, like you mentioned, you're, you're responsible for driving leads for the sales department. So do those simultaneously of like, I'm going to spend 20% on these long-term initiatives of my time, you know, one day a week or whatever, you want to break up your day. And then 80% on what's actually driving revenue today. And at some point you'll make that shift where the brand is driving more value than the performance marketing search ads that you have on Google. Definitely. And even I like that if you can at least plan 90 days out, you're going to be way ahead of 90% of the marketers who have no plan. Because Which you, is the whole episode yeah, I want to get yeah. across is that they'd come to it. me with no Thanks plan. Yeah. Exactly. Well, no plan. Well, the plan too. And I think it's like the, you know, paralysis by analysis. Like when you try to plan, if someone says to you, you have to have a three-year marketing plan. And then like how granular can you get? Right. And then the more granular you start to get, it really comes down to like, it's too overwhelming. And then you plan nothing. So write down, you know, your three-year goal should be like six bullet points and then your three-month plan or your three-week plan should be actual things that you're going to get into, right? Like, what do we actually need to do? And then you're going to build some momentum and you're going to get into a swing of things and you're going to have, you know, some level of consistency with, like, your actions and what you're doing from a marketing standpoint. This also allows you to be agile, right? I mean, 2020, we've seen is, like, the most unpredictable thing, right? And so from a marketer's perspective, if you had how many people did develop a 12-month plan that they just threw out, right? How many people planned every single trade show they were going to go to, and that was ninety percent of their marketing budget, and then what? None. Then what? Right. So, mm-hmm. and if you've done that every year, and your marketing, your budget planning every year for the last five years in this role has been, what trade shows are we going to go to? And that's all you've been doing, and you've been using the same budget and the same template right. and the same ideas, same playbook, because it's been working. And working meaning, oh, we've been getting X number of new customers. Now you have, you've done no research into the alternatives. You have no idea. You know, it's like now you are being forced into this world of digital and trying to figure out on the fly. Yeah, we're all trying to figure out 2020 on the fly. But at the same point, if you have this methodology in place and you always revisited every 90 days and said, okay, let's revisit everything that you just talked about. Our metrics, our short-term metrics, our long-term metrics. Do we need to adjust our goals, our benchmarks, increase them? Are we surpassing our lead goals? Were we underselling ourselves or or do we need to extend that? Like, were we unrealistic with what we thought was going to happen on Facebook ads, right? Because, you know, we thought we were going to just explode and get all these new customers when in reality we got all these leads, but our salespeople didn't like the quality. So we had to address. So like maybe the next quarter we don't spend any money on you know Facebook. So I think you need to be agile. And we've just found that that time period 
you know, 90 days or so is, is a good amount to allow you to plan for short term, allow you a long enough time to execute and then also reflect and look at it and say, Hey, what do we want the next 90 days to be? Well, that is what I wanted to get across is that again, as we talk to business owners, we're doing a lot of planning, but the fact of the matter is there's probably other areas in their business that they can plan. Even though it's new year, just around the corner, not sure what it's going to be like. But again, if we don't have a plan, I feel like we're going to plan to fail. It is. Yeah, I do 100% agree with that is like, you know, we'll say it again, just to be cliche as possible. But yeah, you fail the plan, you what what is it? You You plan to, you you fail (laughs) the plan, you plan to fail, right? It's kind of a tongue twister. But it's true. I mean, if you don't even try, and we see that a lot, actually, probably more common than the over planner, but we, I do see that, but the no plan, the no goals, the no objectives, no KPIs. what are you expecting to happen? And a lot of times it's not that you're going to fail. If you're failing, that's when people sound the alarm and they start making adjustments. I see it probably more commonly when companies and brands are complacent, right? So the example that I gave with the trade shows is like, the status quo is the easy, comfortable route. And so going out on a limb, and if you're a marketing director, manager, you know, VP of marketing, CMO, whatever, anybody besides the, you know, someone else is writing your check, right? Someone else's name on the check. It's hard to go against the status quo when the status quo has been producing some result, because now you're potentially putting your job on the line, right? Correct. You should go to your boss and you say, hey, I know that we get every single one of our customers from trade shows but I want to spend $0 on trade shows next year. And I want to invest it all into digital marketing. What happens if you're wrong? Right. Right. And that is the scary part for a lot of marketers. And so planning is essential to that because you need some confidence behind the fact that you're going to do, you might know like, Hey, I can see all of our competitors are shipping digital. I'm a consumer myself. I know digital is the way to go, but it's still, you need a plan behind how you're going to actually measure success, how you're going to be successful or you're never going to be able to convince someone else, again, who's writing the check to be able to do that. And I think that leads to a lot of marketers being afraid to try something because, again, they have like very little budget to experiment something. And it's like you said, it's the risk. And um, you definitely have something against trade shows. <laughs> I don't have anything against trade shows. It's a, it's just a great example oh of God. B2B I know. Uh, mindset I trade shows. And actually, I believe trade shows are going to make a comeback and they're probably going to be bigger than they may have been in the last three, four years because people missed that interaction. Well, you um, talk about a trade show every but it's a, Yeah, it's a great example because we work with so many B2B organizations that they literally, that is Their the model. That is the strategy. Stupid model. And it's how they get business. And I think it's a flawed way to go yes, about it. Yeah. I agree. So to, again, summarize, planning is critical. And as a company here, we do pretty much every single client go through this rigorous 90 day planning to before we touch anything yep. we want to make sure we all know what we're trying what to do doing? Yep. what is the strategy and why and what are we going to do it again and- yeah what does success look like is something that i ask our clients all the time both in again short term and long term because that big you know what do they call the big hairy audacious right. goal, goal is the same idea from marketing standpoint like where do we want to be as a brand as a company how are we going to be acquiring customers five years from now that's our big goal. Like, okay, well, what is our goal now? Like, how do we influence that? And what is success? If we're going to, like I said, we know we want to spend money on Google ads, Facebook ads, organic. We're going to create content marketing. We're going to do, you know, PR, whatever that is. Like, okay, great. I agree. We should do that. But what does that look like? What are we happy with? What is the intended outcome? And what can we measure in the short term 
you know, revenue wise, and how can we influence long-term goals as well? If we don't have that, how would we know when we get there? <laughs> there you go. So thank you. That's all for this episode. Again, if you like this episode, share with a friend, leave us a comment, subscribe, and send us a note. Hey, you can go to oneims.com slash podcast. So just another topic that you'd like to learn more about, because I said, as practitioners, we have a lot to share, but you know, we want to make sure this is the type of content that you're interested in listening to. We want to know what you want to know. Exactly. So thanks a lot for listening and we will see you next time. All right. So if you enjoyed this episode, here are five things that you can do to help us. Number one, make sure you click that subscribe button so you never miss another show. Number two, share this with a friend that you know needed to hear this. And three, leave us a comment. We love hearing your thoughts, your ideas, things that you've learned so others can learn from you. And four, if you have a topic that you'd like us to cover, let us know so we can put that in our notes and share our insight All right, for our next episode or the one after that. And finally, you guys, join other growth marketers, head over to oneims.com and check out all the resources that we have made just for you. I'm talking guides, webinars, blogs, videos, anything that can help you become a growth marketer. All right. So thanks a lot for joining us this week on the Growth Marketers Podcast, and I will see you next time.